the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Craig, Jess and Andy here as usual. We hope you're well and ready to listen to us provide you with all the latest games related chat and usual nonsense. We are patiently awaiting the abandoned trailer, so stay tuned for our thoughts on that, should it appear towards the end of the episode. Um, Plus, we'll be obviously sharing all the latest news, results on our gaming movie, and pick of the week. As always, we'll share what games we've been playing, and of course, a shitty platinum, Craig. Whoop, whoop. Mm -hmm. T-shirts are still available, should you wish to get your hands on your very own shitty platinum T-shirts. Links are in the show notes, as are the links to our socials, should you wish to get in touch. So, what's new this week, guys? Not a lot. I'm sitting still on this screen that says check back soon, even though it was supposed to start six minutes ago. Mm. Hassan's at it. Not a man who's patient, are you? I, just, I hope nothing happens, because it'll be funny <laughs> as hell. I'm willing nothing to come up, because the amount of boiled piss on the internet will just be beautiful. If they said eight o'clock, oh, it should be eight o'clock. I'm, I'm with Craig in that one. Yeah. There's no, there's no way the guy's doing it live. Like, it must be, he's, like, they were pushing something, like, mm. online at eight. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe his internet went down. Never know. Maybe he's like, right, here we go, guys. We're going to get it on the internet. The hype is going to... Oh, my God, the internet's went down. Fuck. Guys, stations. Scramble. Stations. Right, sitting at his router just now, furiously uh. resetting it. No, I think Listen, it... E.E., I don't think you understand <laughs> the import. I need this internet back up and running, E.E., please. I think the more likely thing is that he's taking the utter piss out of, so. out of everyone again. Yeah. I really hope he is. I hope the whole thing's a social experiment and that there's, never, there's not actually a game. And that Blue Box... It's Blue Box Studios, yeah? Yeah. yeah Blue Box so. Studios is actually Blue Balls Studio. And he's just doing it to wind folk up and get them excited. It says underneath the abandoned bit their real time experience. Maybe that's what mm-hmm. this is. This is our experience. Like this I said, is, I this is the game. It's a social experience <laughs> mm-hmm. of people sitting around a TV recording a podcast waiting. <laughs> and I don't think everyone's recording a podcast. <laughs> sure, there's a few. Yeah, probably. I mean, right. right, we are obviously recording a podcast that's going to go live later on, but think how many people are like usually the kind of funny guys and stuff like that doing that are sat there live on Twitch trying to yeah, Twitch yeah. stream this and nothing's happening. Right. Fill in time. Brilliant. Yeah, well we don't need to fill time because we have lots to talk about on today's episode. No, mm. we can cut in. We'll cut in if something happens at any point. Yeah. So how is everyone? Good. Good. Not up too much. Living life. Living the dream. Usual. Usual life, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a we had an eighteenth birthday party at the weekend. We did, yeah. We felt old. Nothing makes you feel old like going to an eighteenth birthday party. No, I was driving. No. I was. No. I mean, I was. Jess was drinking. Wee bit. Right, Jess. Wee bit. Jess yeah. had a few. We did shots, salted caramel liqueur oh, of some sort. Gods. So yeah, a big happy eighteenth birthday shout out to Brooke, who. I think has listened to the podcast once or twice. <laughs> Not much of a gamer, just listens because her, she feels obliged. her big cousin's on it. I had a, and I she had likes a, you, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Not you, Andy. I had a bouncy castle for my 18th. Did you? Mm-hmm. Where was in that? Oh, in my back it. garden. Is that, is, that not, is that not the kind of thing you do when you're like, you know, 
five to ten. No, it was awesome fun. <laughs> had everybody around. It was brilliant. Did they know that it was for adults, people you hired it from? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you get yeah. adult venture castles. Well, it was big. It was big enough for adults to play on. Um, but everybody was on drinking in my back garden. Just... What the fuck was that? I don't know. Was that there? Yeah. I must I have know. been there. You must have been invited. I must have really. been there. Uh, you know, remember, surely you'd remember me having a bouncy castle. Fuck. You would think so, but we do a lot of stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of stupid things. I actually am the it's owner. It's become normal. I'm the owner of a bouncy castle, so. What? You've got a bouncy castle? Aye, there's yeah. one in the conservatory, aye. How, how big? It's a fair size. Nine foot by twelve foot. Nine foot by twelve foot. That's quite sizable. No, it's almost a wrestling ring. This right? Okay. It's not for adults though. It's not got the weight capacity for you. What are you trying to say? It's it not got the weight she's, capacity she's for you. She's telling us we can't wrestle in it. <laughs> we're not allowed to wrestle in it. No, what she's saying is that us wrestling and it's frowned upon. Mm, we're not allowed to get the bacon trays out. <laughs> Again. Uh-huh. And mm. what else did I do this week? Oh, today I built a I built a bed for our darling daughter. Darling dead, yep. Taking mm. his DIY skills to mm. the next level. It only took you four years. <laughs> for something that's supposed to be... Is it Ikea? Of course it's Ikea. Ikea, right. <laughs> It's supposed to be easy as fuck. And it took you four years to build a bed. No, it was it was <laughs> supposed to take a while. Like, I, I was saying... I was saying to Jess, like, there's so many bits on it, you're just like, there's no need for it to come in this many bits. Mm. Like, it could have easily came flat packed, but the side panels were already made up. But instead, every bastard and slat has to be put on. He was just annoyed because it was his day off. Basically what happened was, since Craig loves a pole, I sent him a pole and I said, right, we've got a few things that we want to buy, get organised, here's your list. (laughs) Of things. Right. What do you want to get? Do you want to get our daughter a new bed? Do you want to get a shed? A few other things. And he went for the bed. Right. So I was like, right, fine. I'll order the bed. Thinking it'll be like a week or two before it gets delivered. Mm-hmm. But no, I ordered it at four o'clock and it turned up at ten o'clock the next day, which I thought was pretty good service. Well. But Craig was annoyed because it's his day, it was his day off. No, it was not a day off. It was a day's <laughs> annual leave that I took to sit and play games. Uh-huh. Yeah. And took it, a day's annual leave to sit and play games. Jess orders a bed. It arrives four hours after she orders it, <laughs> just in time for me to spend the day building the fucker. <laughs> but what did you also get in the delivery? Oh, I did get a shelf. Your long-awaited shelf yeah. for yeah, your pops. Aye, so oh, that, so that's not been put up yet. You're no, like, ah, fuck that. this after Aye. building the bed. Well, I mean, I I waited until the podcast to air this grievance, but I did say I didn't want a shelf with a lip on it. Right. Well, Is it you give me any more lip and just watch it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get myself in trouble here. Yep. What about Eddie, the dog? The lip's going to cover him. Just right. do what Jess should suggested and have him on a wee stool or something. Mm. Right, okay. I'll, I'll buy a wee dog stool. The lip dialing has sure, been diverted. I'm sure Erin's got some sort of table for a doll's house that you could pinch. Exactly. Okay. I'll hold you to that. <laughs> Eddie needs to be in full display. Right. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to see the, the, your shelf as well? It's not big enough for the Seinfeld Lego. But that's, you're not buying that. Nah, that's why it wasn't <laughs> in the pole, because that's a, that's a guaranteed purchase. Right, well that'll be something else I don't 
You can put that. You don't put that there. It's not going in my living room. No. Oh, oh, sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Even I knew that, Andy. It does not Oops. match the aesthetic. <laughs> Even I'm not that stupid. Room. Oops. <laughs> the bathroom. It's certainly not. Getting closer to where it should be. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're trying to say it's shit. Yes. <laughs> um, I was looking at the podcast stats earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that we have listeners from 14 different countries. Well, What's the most obscure country? I didn't make note of that. Fuck's sake, you're just giving up, haven't you? <laughs> Every time we do this podcast, I'm just, even, you know what I mean? Your heart is not in this. Hey, I thought I did well adding up to 14. It's <laughs> quite impressed myself. We could have uh, listeners in Lithuania or something, but we, we don't know now. No, I'm pretty sure we that might actually have been one of the countries. Lithuania. There was a couple of weird. There's a couple awesome. of like Scandinavian countries. You were about aye. to say weird countries there, weren't you? And aye. then realised that you're probably <laughs> offended listeners. I'm yeah. alienating the one <laughs> Lithuanian listener that we have. What is weird about Lithuania exactly? <laughs> I don't know. You need to write in and let us know. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It just it got me thinking. Like, obviously we. We don't really like solicit feedback that much for or would I do in terms of questions, but like actual feedback on the layout of the show and stuff like that. So this coming week I'm gonna put the podcast That's preview it's awesome. up. It is awesome, you're right. But this weekend this week I'm gonna put up the podcast preview a bit early and I'll put in extra uh, feedback options for different things like format of the news and stuff like that, just in case there's there's anything people would want to see different. Um so I'll, yeah, put, I'll, put it up, right. I'll put it up maybe Friday this week rather than Sunday, give people a, a few more days. And for anyone that doesn't usually visit our website, if you go to puredeadgaming.com, each week we put up a podcast preview and it lets you be involved in the upcoming episode. Just like Andy, we, mm. got, uh, we got some feedback the other day that you might be interested in. Right. So... The ID the person used was I'm a girl, which I'm instantly girl. instantly makes me think you're not a girl. But <laughs> the, okay, okay. but the feedback was signed off by Sarah, by the word Sarah. So I'm taking it that this girl was called Sarah. That would uh, okay. Right. You're a fucking detective. Mm. Right, right, I'm on the ball. On the case. I'm on the ball. Right. So Sarah wrote in and said. I've been listening from the first episode. I was I was pleasantly surprised when Andy started his run. His voice does something to me. I absolutely love it. If I sent Andy my private deets, could he record a personalised message of my creation just for my personal usage? Please! Exclamation mark, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that gets sent, that gets sent in. I don't know if it's someone, I mean, I assume it's someone taking the piss. Oh, is, are you, is it there? Oh. Or you just wrote it down? No. Hold on. <laughs> what do you think I would say? I don't know, we'll need to ask. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she wants your normal voice. Nah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. It's making me blush a lot. Is it? Oh, I can get a bit of heat off him here. Hmm? I can get a heat off his face here, Sarah. He's loving this. A sexy voice. Sexy Ned voice. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so I think I sound like... See if I hear myself back, I think I sound like a Ned. 
Do you not you hate your voice when you hear it back? Oh, I hate my voice. I hate it. I sound so. The Celtic podcast. The Celtic podcast. Oh, God, mean? I. What's Jesus. that? There's this. I, like, I am a Celtic fan, so I was looking for some other football podcasts to listen to, and I was like, just at the start of the season and stuff like that, I was mm. like, oh, there must be a few different Celtic podcasts. So I searched for one and I started listening to it and Jesus fuck, honest to God, it's two guys recording on their mobile phone, sometimes taking calls during the podcast. (laughs) They sound like they're fucking... Taking calls about what they're talking about? No, no. No, no. Or just like their mum... Calls from like their missus or something. Mum asking what they want for dinner. Aye. (laughs) Are you joking? They didn't edit it out? No. Um... (laughs) It sounds like <laughs> sounds like they're recording in a fucking air raid shelter. Wow. And I it seems like it's like a weekly thing that's they've been doing it for ages and I was just like I had to let Jess hear some of it because I was like, I can't believe this is real. And they sound like proper Glaswegians, I take it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. But that's the thing, like I think see, everyone hates the sound of their own voice. Definitely. I know. I really hate it. But, but everyone does. Yeah. But then, like, I'm, well, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm quite sure there are people that would listen to this podcast and go, they sound like a couple of idiots. Or can't mm. understand what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm not listening to that. But we have also had feedback before saying that people like this podcast because of our <laughs> accents. Yeah. Well, so, Sarah. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, it. I mean, Sarah is... Uh, Sarah's loving it. How are these, imagine taking a call during a podcast. I mean, that... So, I so Celtic are they going to be top of the league. Oh, hold on, Jason. Hold on. Mum, mum, <laughs> I don't know. Just have it with gravy or something, right? See you later, mum. <laughs> what you did there actually sounded better than really? what happened. <laughs> and this podcast had like sponsors and stuff. What? That's the spo- Why did we not have sponsors? We're in the process of getting some. Are we? Aye. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> we, that was a wee announcement there, eh? Ooh. A wee cheeky announcement. Cheeky, 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 pop up though you're going to have to refresh it for something to happen but we'll just leave it and we'll crack on it's obviously going to appear probably about five minutes after we finish recording yeah so. you know it you know it you know it check uh, back soon. Okay, now. what right. can people check out on the website Craig what have you been posting this week uh, I was well first of all I was going to see what uh, Let's Plays you guys had go live uh, in the last week since since I was getting Roasted. Are we supposed so to I was be just, doing I was this? Just, I was just Thanks. wondering what, what content you guys had put up. Didn't realise it was Fox! <laughs> I do the behind the scenes stuff. Right. I'm old. just here for the sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's my role. <laughs> and what a role it is. <laughs> uh, so far, I have another Action Arcade Wrestling Let's Play up. Just the game launched today, so just doing a, a few different videos to give people an idea of what they can expect from that. It's out on PlayStation and Xbox today. It's dropping on Switch in a couple of weeks. It seems to have had a bit of a, a rocky launch. 
there was supposed to be a day one update, but it hasn't went live properly, and seemingly people are getting some crashing issues. And it also has an abysmal trophy list, but that just means you just pick it up on Xbox because Xbox always has the thousand gamer score, so you can just pivot, just pivot, 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 pivot. <laughs> and there's also there's also going to be either tonight or tomorrow a let's play of Tomb Raider Legend going up and possibly that Tomb Raider remember the Tomb Raider 2 demo that the the fan in, made one that was house. remade mm-hmm. no there's there's a guy I think it's just one guy or is it a team that have been making they've been remaking Tomb Raider 2 by themselves oh yeah and so they put out a demo of the first like half hour so I was going to I was going to put that up as well just to give people an idea of the progress that's been made on that but I haven't put it up yet um, but yeah I, was, I found it interesting so with Tomb Raider Legend, we have, we've been playing a little bit of it, which we'll talk about under what we've been playing, but I picked it up on Xbox because it's available on the store through the backwards compatibility. Like, I think when we bought it, I think it was like £7 or something. Like that. It was on sale, but generally it's £15, mm-hmm. uh, which is quite a lot for a game that came out in 2006. Fuck, aye. Jesus Christ. Aye. So when I was recording... When I was going to record last night, I... Because I've never recorded footage on Xbox and it seems I need to properly look into how to do it. So because I was running low on time, I thought, I think I own this game on PC as well. And everything's set up for me to record on PC, I'll just check because I could do it that way. So I loaded up Steam because the Steam sales are always mental. So sometimes I just pick up games and I was sure that was one of them. I went on, it turned out it wasn't, but it was available for 69 pence. Oh. Mm. That's quite the price difference. Yes, yeah, quite the. Pr- now, granted, it was on sale, but it was on sale from like four pound, mm. and it just made me highlight again. Like, consoles are doing better with sales, and we're bringing prices down. Like, digital prices used to be horrendous, and they are getting better. But that just highlights mm. like sixty nine pence. So, like, I picked up and see as well the PC version because it's got um, it can like use your graphics card to update it's it's so much better like the, the gameplay is 60 fps the graphics are so like it looks like a new game whereas on xbox even on the series x like it is just the 2006 game on your screen so what why like is there such a price difference is it because on console they need to recoup the money more because it's harder to no approach? it's just just steam just do better prices they always have like, when a new game comes out, generally on Steam it'll be less money. It'll cost less than it does on consoles. Mm. So I, sp- I suppose it's, I guess, just like any other retailer competing for business in some capacity. Mm. Like. much. I mean, there must be... Maybe there is something to it in the back end. I'm not sure, but... I is, mean, there ad- is there ads on Steam? Mm, I don't think so. Right. I'm just thinking, because if they get more people onto the platform and then more people look at the ads and the ad revenue generates from that. Maybe that's how they make the money. I think there might be something to that sales are more open on Steam because I remember hearing a thing, I think it was a developer I was talking to and it was about upcoming sales and see, if supposing we put out a game on PlayStation, we don't have control over when that game goes on sale. Sony mm. do. Mm. 
so we can't turn around and say we'd like to put this on sale yeah now. we can't turn around and go oh, f- sales have dried up fuck it cut it 50% let's get some more sales and you uh, don't have the ability to do that Sony choose when the game goes on sale whereas mm. I think on Steam it might be up to the publishers mm. and developers and they can do it themselves mm. in which case yeah a game that's fucking 15 years old maybe you do just go right let's just I, may as well get a few sales here yeah but yeah, I just thought it was interesting because it is the highly superior version. In fact, when I do the Let's Play of uh, Tomb Raider Legend, if possible, I'm going to do a side-by-side just to show the difference because it's it's pretty crazy. Okay. Yes. Okay, so, movie night. We had a good one this week. We watched Resident Evil, the first one. Resident Evil, the first one. <laughs> Right, let's get into it. What do we think? It's actually okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. A couple of hammy moments, but really, the CGI for that liquor was mm. shocking. Aye, not great. That was shocking. Not great. And it's 2002, there's no excuse. I mean, fucking Independence Day was, what, 98? And that looked amazing. So uh-huh. there's no excuse for that looking shit. And it really did look shit. It did look bad, aye. Um, but they had a puppet one of it, which looked awesome. Of the it. liquor? Well, at the end, remember at the end, it was like right up at them and it was like an actual oh, puppet yeah. Yeah, one. Yeah. Um, that looked fucking insane. But Aye. the CGI one was shockingly bad. Um, you shouldn't be getting bad CGI in 2002. No, not that's really. what I'm saying. No, no, no chance. It's just, there's obviously not a lot of money behind it, you know what I mean? Well, Spunked their budget before that. No. Um, and the zombies didn't look great either really if you think about it to what zombies look like now in programmes yeah For I mean you go stuff like The Walking Dead and things like that exactly I did um, think just more talking about the uh, the makeup stuff I was reading a thing that they had a hell of a time with the zombie dogs yeah they kept on licking all the Aye, stuff they were, off they were licking their, kept licking their makeup and the meat off yeah. their face and stuff like that so they kept having to like cut and like fucking put the stuff back on the dogs mm. what were they real dogs? <laughs> it was real yeah. dogs that had like makeup and like bits of meat stuck to them and stuff yeah. like that but they just kept stopping and like eating it off each other's face and yeah. stuff they just yeah. covered them and yeah. then just got the dogs to run so when you actually look at them you, you realise that the dogs are really unthreatening because it's just dogs like yeah. <laughs> kind of running you know what I mean um, but it's only because it's see, a wee bit CGI'd with the face and they're like yeah, like that look scary. Uh, but you realise it's just big Dobermans like going boom 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 because Dobermans are quite doughty you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. yeah, it's quite funny <laughs> Yeah, I thought the cast were good. It's um, got quite a lot of good actors in it, actually. Mm-hmm. You've got Mila... Mila... Mila Jovic. Mila Jovic. Jovic. Is it Jovic? I don't know, really. Jovic. Jovic. Call her Mila. Who is... I used to fancy the life of her. Um, Castles was in the same. I, mean, I, I, used, I, I still quite like her. It's something about her that's really nice. Um... And then you've got James Purevoy. He's the guy that's that was supposed to be a kind of pretend husband. Mm-hmm. Right. Him. He's a he's a good actor. Um, and then you've got that the black guy that was the kind of team leader. Yeah, I thought he was going to be around for a bit longer. He seemed like a good yeah. character, and then gone. He he's in quite a lot of stuff. A lot of British films. He's a British actor. I forget his name. And then you've got Michelle Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. 
from Fast and Furious Aye, fame. she's in loads of things. Um, she always plays that tough female character, but mm. she's fucking awesome at doing it, though. Yeah. That's, but she's got one of those faces that she couldn't yeah. play the damsel in distress. I mm-hmm. no. No, no. She's supposed to be a right bitch. Really? Aye, Who's apparently. Like, I, I always remember... Remember she was in Lost, but for really briefly... No, I don't remember that. She was only in it for like a couple of episodes and seemingly she like alienated the whole cast and that's why they killed her off about two episodes in. They were like, oh, too, mu- too much of a bitch. You know uh, I mean? She was nice. supposed to be in it for longer apparently and they were like, nah, get her, get her out of here. Marlon Manson as well done the music. Um, mm. Which I found interesting. Because it was, it was quite a unique kind of style, the music, and then the way... Like some of the scenes started, it almost started like a like a blackout, and it would focus in and keep on going in and in and in and in onto, and then it would open up into a scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you notice that done yeah. that quite a few times. It was quite, it was quite different. I um, thought it was quite cool. Uh, trying to think though, like I mean, you look back to two thousand and two. Would this have been the best video game film at the time? Because most things before this would have been stuff that really get panned. Well, I'll tell you, because this, this is in order, right? So, before this, you had Lara Croft, ah, that, Wing, was, that was alright. Wing Commander, the second Mortal Kombat film, the first Mortal Kombat film, Street Fighter, Double Dragon, and Super Mario Bros. So, right, so in terms of video game, like, it was the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, it was the eighth. And it's, I would say it's probably action. on par, roughly, with Tomb Raider. Aye. Yeah. Aye. So it was. Uh, this is almost like the corner turning because everything before Tomb Raider was pretty guff. I've not seen Wing Commander, but I can't imagine it's any massive shakes. No. It's on the list. I know. <laughs> I'm fucking sure it is. Um, I see, see the Michelle know. Rodriguez thing. Like I heard that she was like apparently a huge Resident Evil fan. And uh, she, she, she asked, uh, she'd yeah. said if there's ever a Resident Evil film made, she'd said to her agent, like, I want involved. As soon as you hear about it, like, I want to be in this. I thought that was quite interesting. And then there was a thing as well where before they started filming, the director, I think it was the directors, had said to all the main cast, here's the games up to this point. I want you to go and play these games so that you know how to do it. And there was a couple of the cast members that were like, never played games before, we can't do this. And yeah. they w- they watched videos of someone playing through all the games. It must be like the earliest Let's Plays yeah. ever, because yeah. yeah. uh, they just <laughs> couldn't play through it. But they were all told, play through, what would it have been? The first three? Mm. First mm. three games. Uh, they were told, I get, this is your homework, play through these games. That's well, good, because I, I bet like a lot of the other films and actors didn't do that, and I think, yeah. you know, in some cases it tells it. Although, I suppose you want to put your unique spin on it, but at the same point, you know, you know that fans of the game are going to be watching, so to try and, I suppose... Do it justice. Yeah, you want, you want to understand what mm-hmm. the game's about in the first place. So. Did you hear about the other, the other uh, female... Actors that were that were in line to play that were snubbed the lead role. Not tell us. Well, they weren't snubbed, but there's so first of all, apparently it was Sarah Michelle Gellar, mm. who, given the Buffy thing, might have been a good fit. Mm. There was also Jennifer Love Hewitt, who seems to appear in, every time there's a female. She's looking for a female actress. It's like it's, it's at this point she seems to have been linked. Is she always working? Aye, she doesn't seem to get many roles though. Uh, Kirsten Dunst and Natasha Henstridge 
which species. I, don't, I remember her, that name, but I can't think who she is. Species. You right. remember that film? Mm, yeah. Vaguely. That's her, that's her for the first species. There's like four or five species films now, but the first one was her. She turned into, she's like an alien, and then she like shags that guy, and and, he, and she's like, oh, I'm like right after the, sh- uh, the shag, she's like, oh, feel, and he's like, she gets his hand, and she's like, feel my baby, feel my baby, and he's like, I'm afraid it doesn't work like that, darling, but then she actually does, because she's nah. mutating, and she's like, it does have a bit of that fast, and he's like, oh, what the fuck, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> that does ring a bell it's Imagine years that. since I've seen that you just after doing it and she's like feel my baby and you're like eh, okay love it takes a wee bit longer on that and then all of a sudden it starts kicking you're like what the fuck's going on I'd be halfway down the street <laughs> <laughs> but I seemingly so they did contact some of these act, uh, actresses but they for, very, for the two reasons one being that the film was too violent and the other being mm. they weren't happy with the level of nudity involved nudity. I mean, to me, I, there wasn't any nudity in it. There was cl- there was close shaves, I suppose you could say. Like she was barely covered at certain points, but That's... apparently that was one of the okay. reasons given. Um, it was violent because it was cut doing as well. Like it was more violent. Yeah, but they wanted the director, the studio wanted it to be A PG thirteen so Aye. they can get more people watching. It, obviously, I mean, he wouldn't allow it. He was he was no for it because he wanted it to be true to the source, obviously. But it was even worse than that. It was it was it was the one after an eighteen. What's that? I forget what it was. Must be something like that. Adult um, is it AO? Adults only. I don't know. I think but he had AO. to get it, scale it back so it was an eighteen at yeah. least, so he can get more like, get an audience for it, obviously. Yeah. Um, budget was thirty three million. Box office guesses. Close. 115. Not way out. Um, <laughs> <Rude>. <laughs> 102.4. Mm. Not bad, Jess. Not bad. <laughs> I think the general consensus was it was good. Did Amazon reviews scores agree with that, Chris? Oh, God. Well, there's this one individual uh, that did not like it at all right. uh, and didn't know how to spell. And that made for a very funny review. I'll read this out and I'll stop every time that we've got a word wrong. So it starts, I was at the video, V-I-D-I-O, store one evening. 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 You, you're not going to correct every spell mistake. Oh, I fucking am. No, you're no. My better half wasn't feeling well and went to bed early. So I was looking for anything to watch. It was thin pickings at the video shop. But it was, I thought it was Resident Evil and it'll be okay, so I'll watch this. Now, let me say, I'm no snob, clearly love, when it comes to films. I don't need to be titterlated with wonderful, two L's, acting, storyline or depth. I can watch films just for the pow-wham-boom factor. That's what I look for in a film, the pow-wham-boom factor. Give me a fun film with effects, booming sounds, she loves booming, and overpaid actors, and I can enjoy it for what it is, pointless action. Resident Evil is none of this. It's only poor acting, storyline naff, etc. I can't even say anything good about the pow. Or the wham factor. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's boring, B-O-R-E-I-N-G. The characters are trying to, capital letters, Cool. 
and this mm. and distant, they come off as being miserable and weird. They're in a fucking horror film, being chased by zombies. Mm. Are they miserable? Are they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it should be a lot happier. Ah, exactly. Zombies. Of a time. The zombies are about as scary, scary spelt wrong, as your grandma without dentures. <laughs> in fact, sometimes it looks laughable. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's spelled wrong. Well. Yeah, uh, there is an annoying soundtrack, poor, poor Manson, uh, that keeps on playing, even though the dialogue becomes so annoying. You really want to track down the editor and producer and give them a punch in the nose for doing something so obviously dumb. Watching this film, they obviously relied on the name to sell it because the film is just god awful, awful, spelt wrong. A five-letter word. And God is G-A-W-D. Oh, it's honestly. God. God awful. Don't waste your money. Waste spell spell as if it's your actual waste. (laughs) 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 It really is is that bad. So I fell asleep for the final ten minutes and couldn't be bothered to zip back and watch the ending. He didn't fall asleep. He fell all asleep. Oh, sorry, he felt I'll sleep. Oh, my God. I think I was sleeping when they fucking wrote the review. So then they just went to bed and hopefully woke up in the morning and booked yourself into an English class. Mm. Well, that was pretty bad. The pow wow factor. The pow wow boom factor. Now, I'm not a snob, but I like some pow wow bag on. We did get two questions in from our listeners. Clark asks, do you think the film did a good job of following the story from the first game? I don't think it necessarily was supposed to. It's that long since I played Resident Evil One, but it's. I mean, it's not. It's not certainly a a one to one in the it first game. I didn't follow like. up from the story. It no. establishes the story. Yeah. So I mean, it does have the mansion in it, which I appreciated. I wish there was more in the mansion because mm. that was like I loved Resident Evil One when you were in the mansion. The second one like starts as she finishes the film, mm-hmm. like in the Raccoon City. Yeah. Because um, ah, the second one starts almost like the second game starts. Aye, aye. So yeah. they, they set everything up quite well, I think. Yeah, I would say so. Aye. But I mean, it wasn't supposed to be like an adaptation of the first no, game or anything. No. So, I mean, they, they did have obviously callbacks to it and stuff like that, but it wasn't supposed well, to you, be. You, you realise that this Umbrella Corporation's a bad corporation. Yeah. And so it's been, it was set up pretty, pretty good, I think. James asks Alice, who the fuck is Alice? from the song Hi. Alice was just that I mean she's not in the actual games like that's just like no. a, that was just a made up character Aye, so why did name. they do that why wouldn't they have made it like Jill yeah. or Claire it's weird isn't it mm, I suppose I don't know I don't know actually because Alice isn't a character that ever appears in any of the games no. as far as I can remember I've played them all, but my memories like and a sieve. Not, they don't even say her name throughout the film. You only realise she's called Alice because it comes up in the credits at the end. They never say her name. Do they not? No, not once. Mm. Nobody ever calls her. And she never tells anybody her name. Nobody ever calls her by her name. I didn't, I didn't even pick so, up on that. I mean, mm. I'm not going to lie. Are you talking about the main girl? Yes. Yeah. Right, okay, I didn't mm. know that was her name. <laughs> well, that'd be why then. Yeah. No. <laughs> I knew it just from having seen them all because she's obviously the main character and the ones going forward. But I think yeah. seeing later ones, I think, I'm pretty sure either Claire and or Jill do appear in later films. Claire does. Claire Redfield does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about Jill. I can't and remember. Chris, Chris as well. Yeah. But it, I just, yeah. I find it, it's a bit strange, isn't it, that they just chose a different character? Maybe just to... Uh, 
You know what? I don't actually know. I know. I don't know why. So that's a good question, James. Who the fuck is Alice? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Right, so we move on to some pieage. Time for some pow-wow pies. Pow-wow pie. Hey, I'm going to go for... Mm. I just want to hear you guys first. I'm torn. I'm going three. I'm going... Yeah, I was torn between, between a three and a four. I feel like... If I gave it four, it would suggest I really enjoyed it, but it's, it's yeah. not really my thing. I'm going to go for three as well. So I think it's going to have to be a three all round. Yeah. Copycats. <laughs> three, three, three. <laughs> uh, we did also do a poll to see what our listeners thought. The most amount of votes was given to four pies, 37%. 28% said three pies, 24% said five, 6% said two, and 5% said one. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say we were sort of debating between three and four, and that's kind of where the listeners were as well, so that makes sense. Yeah, we obviously will be revisiting the rest of the franchise in, in later weeks. There is a lot of Resident Evil films to get through, so yeah. perhaps they will be elevated to four stars as, as we progress. Perhaps. Yes, but will Sonic the Hedgehog, which is what we're going to watch next week. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. It's meant to be good. I've not. I've, I've seen the first ten minutes of it because I did stick it on one time for the kids. And they were not enthralled, so we put it off. So, but this gives us an excuse to watch it. It's meant to be good. We could watch it with the children and get their take. I'd, I'd rather enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll do that. It could be a Sunday film with the kids. Okay, yes. If we can get them to sit still for an hour and a half. Yeah. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Okay, let's move on to the games that we have been playing this week. Who wants to go first? I've been playing Gears of War 5. Ooh. Nice. It's pretty much the same game as the first one. Yeah. There's not a lot changed, really. But I think it's just, they just everything they do is done really well. So it's cover cover-based shooter, but... The, the mechanic that's really awesome is when you're shooting and then the reload and you've got to time the reload. Oh, active, act, is it active reload they call it? Aye. Aye. And it's like, what, if you get it right in a wee bit, your ammo becomes even more f- ferocious. It's just so satisfying like, reloading and then getting it right in that bit and then being able to fucking like, fire like mega bullets. There's <laughs> something about that mechanic that just feels really cool. Yeah. Um, but the game's this, it's the same gameplay since the first fucking game. I think they've got a formula, don't they? Ah, it's a formula that works. I mean, I'm really, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's quite hard. I put it on experienced. So right. I, I normally play most games in normal. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to have a wee bit of a challenge or something. I put it the the one above normal. And there's been some bits where I've been stuck for like a good hour or two, you know what I mean? Trying to, trying to get by it. Yeah. But And have you not thought to demote yourself? To no, I want to fucking try and do it properly. And I did. I got, got there eventually. But it was, it was hard going though. But it's just it's an it's an awesome game. Between that, I've I've played a little bit of uh, Lonely Lonely Mountains. Mountains downhill. Played that because that's just so fucking addictive. <laughs> um, switching between them because I texted you earlier in the week that fucking quick resume thing. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, I didn't realise how cool it was until I started up my computer after like 
a full day at work coming back and I and I started up and it was right at Gears of War bit again and I was like what? And I didn't realise it done that. Yeah, it's impressive. I thought it was just like when you when it was on and you would have it between your two games, not turn the console off and then come back on and it goes back to the bit again. I was like, whoa, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I really re- didn't realise I needed that feature in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but now, now it's there, I can't it's the have thing, it. There, there's a lot of that kind of stuff and it's like, you know, you're now probably so used to that mm-hmm. it would be so hard to go back. Oh, like, I know, when I went like, back and played Vice City, I'm like, oh my God, you have the whole time's it. like, oh my <laughs> God. Brutal. I know it's it's something you get used to very very quickly, mm-hmm. but then I like I'll go upstairs and help Nathan with like the PlayStation Four, and we'll be loading up a game, and I'm climbing the walls like, why is this? Is it broken, Nathan? Is it broken? What's going on with this? <laughs> it's just, just why is this? Why is this happening to my life? <laughs> or likewise with the game that I played this week, or one of Tomb Raider, and I loaded it up. Um, and it asked me to sign in, and I don't have an Xbox account, so mm-hmm. it was Craig's details, and it couldn't log on online or something like that. And he was just, oh, it's fine, just skip it. So that fine, played along, got to, like, chapter two or something. Yeah. Played a good couple of levels, and then I was like, right, I'm done playing now. Couldn't save it. Mm-hmm. It was greyed out. The option was greyed out to save because I wasn't online, was that right? How happened? Yeah, for some reason, it wasn't the Xbox... It, when you're playing Tomb Raider Legend, that came out in the 360, so when you load that game up, it's emulating a 360 console, yeah. and for some reason it didn't log in the 360 profile, and ah. so because of that, it just would not save, yeah. and so yeah, you played about two hours worth of it, Plus and yeah, that's, a, that's a thing that just, you feel like... Yeah, autosave should just yeah. be there and yeah. just work. Uh, it should be like a wee feature they work in, because yeah. people are so used to that now, that you forget that you just... I, th- I think you can't it, just it, leave a console on over nah. the weekend. I know, not anymore. <laughs> it's actually with <laughs> going fire now. I mean, it, to, to be fair, it did have a checkpoint system. Like, it's just, I think because we weren't logged in, it just decided that it wouldn't save at all. So now I'm getting you back to that point. Uh, yes, yeah, sure. Yes, yeah, sure. But <laughs> now, now that I've figured out all the, you know, the puzzles. Yeah, I, I'm not messing about with that nonsense. Yeah, one of them did take me a while because I think... Again, in, you know, more modern games, I don't know, it's not that it, the stuff's easier to figure out, but you had to, like, throw a crate from, like, a little pool onto, like, a level above, and that just didn't seem obvious. <laughs> like, yeah. you just thought, that's never going to go there. Mm-hmm. But I think nowadays the puzzles would have slightly more realistic answers, whereas this was... You set a crate on one side, you jump on the other, mm-hmm. and it fires 15 foot in the air yeah. and lands exactly where you want it. And that wouldn't happen in the new Tomb Raider game because no. they would be going for more realism. Yeah, perhaps. So yeah, I played about that, played about more Lonely Mountains, obviously went, a, went another wee flight. Oh. <laughs> um, and yeah, as I mentioned before, I've been enjoying some of the Olympics and it inspired me to try Skate City. Um, it's kind of similar to Lonely Mountains Downhill, I guess, in that it's kind of great for kind of casual pick-up and play. Um, there's three maps or cities to explore. There's LA, Oslo and Barcelona. And you can either just play, like, endless skating and test out your tricks mm-hmm. and practice and stuff. Or there's little mini-games where you have to do different challenges. So, again, like, different tricks. Um, and you, t- you need to try and get, like, score enough points to get three stars. 
Um, so yeah, I enjoyed playing that. It's kind of the art style is really nice, and there's some good beats to skate along to. The music's quite good. It's yeah. all kind of instrumental type, like hip hop instrumentals, mm-hmm. but it's actually quite catchy. Yeah, because oh. I was I was mm-hmm. actually playing it on the sly at work, so I had to like stop it every so often. <laughs> um, and You're yeah, taking after Craig and now. The little, you know, the music in the background is quite nice. Do they have um, pap- was it Papapa the Rapper? Is that on Game Pass? I think it only came out on PlayStation. Oh, fuck. They, like did, that game. they did do a remaster, though, so it is on PlayStation 4. They remastered mm. the first two games, I think. Oh, I just remember loving that. It's yeah. so funny. Aye, back in the day. So what games you've been playing? This episode is not sponsored by Pepsi Max. <laughs> Although is. Craig would love it to be. Uh, <laughs> is that the sponsor? <laughs> uh, it might be. Imagine. Well, I can imagine. They already love you. I know. We talk fan. I, I haven't played that much this week. Um, I finished Last Stop, which is brilliant. Really loved it. Uh, if you Again, if you like Telltale games, I, th- I think you'll really enjoy it. It's... I've I spoke about it enough. Like it's it's as it a there's very little gameplay as I've said before, but it's it's just a really good story. And if you like narrative driven experiences, I recommend checking it out. It's from the the team same team that made the game Virginia, which was a good indie classic about f- four years ago, maybe. Uh, uh, other than that, I played a little bit of Tomb Raider Legend, which you've already spoke about. I'm just trying to get you back to the same point that you were at before. And other than that, just a lot of pairs. Lots and lots of pairs. Do I you ever get bored of it? Never. Right. Never. And over the last week, I've maybe played... Because I get bored watching you. I know. Over the last week, I've probably played <laughs> about 15 hours yeah. in the last week. I started a, I think it was about two weeks ago, I started a new career and I'm already halfway, no, three quarters of the way through the second season and I haven't been skipping games. And do you always just go Celtic? No, I go, I go different teams as well. Right. Uh, I, that's, I, I, start, I always start different ones and different like scenarios or whatever. Mm. Um, but I do go Celtic quite a bit to be fair. And yeah, that's it. Other than that, I, I have played four or five different shitty platinums but I'm only going to talk about one of those in particular the rest of them don't merit a mention and that's me okay what is your shitty platinum this week's shitty platinum I don't even know if I can wait, 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 hold up we've not done the song <laughs> Sarah will be loving this this is, hey, this is, this is her Shitty, 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 shitty platinum. Shitty platinum. Do, do, shitty platinum. Do, 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 do. Fucking air guitar. <laughs> this week's shitty platinum is called Akinofa. Well, I've never heard them say it out loud. It's it's spelled A K I N O F A. Akinofa. 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 Something like <laughs> what that. A different opinion. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's developed it. and published by <laughs> Pixel Lantern. The synopsis is: Take control of Akinofa. So that must be the name of said mad shark or slash fish. 
a mysterious undead fish, so keeping with the undead vibe, mm-hmm. of green flames. And this difficult huh, roguelite shoot him up, beat as many enemies and get to the highest score possible. Challenge your friends and the world rankings. No, play it for 20 minutes, get a platinum. <laughs> so, I think this game could be challenging and you could attempt to go for said world records and challenge your friends but instead if you just want the platinum you only need to play the first level over and over because all the trophies are related to collecting a certain amount of coins which enemies drop and buying a specific number of items and so you could play the game through to however many levels it's got or when you finish the first level you can just kill yourself you keep all your stuff and then you start the first level again and you keep playing it that way. To be fair, even the first level is slightly challenging. And I actually quite enjoyed it. Like, I would say it's fun. It's quite hard. Like I say, you can the environment can damage you. So it's it's just a side-scrolling a side scrolling shooter and you are an undead fish shark. Yes, I would say 20 minutes roughly to get the platinum, probably a difficulty maybe 2 out of 10 if you do the method where you just replay the first level. And it's out on Xbox, so you can get 1000G on Xbox, which I did. Then I went and got two platinums on the PlayStation with it as well. So I got the US and UK platinums and 1000G on Xbox. You're saying that so proudly, right? and looking at me as if you're wanting like, some uh, sort of like applause or something for that. I don't... I'm looking for a third shelf here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not getting one of them. No, but before before we move on, I would like to announce that I'm currently at two hundred and forty nine platinums, and nearly, nearly, platinumed Bowling Story Three. And I fucking stopped myself like two trophies from the end because I realised that that was going to be platinum 250. I'd rather die. Is that a significant number, 250? I mean, Are you the only person that knows that, though? Well, I mean, other people could know if they were. Nobody's going to go into your trophy list and go, let's see, 250? I can feign that. You could have have done a better one for that. Some people would. I don't think they would. PSN Profiles has a trophy cabinet. And it has your milestones. Is this considered a milestone? 250 platinums. Yeah. Yes. Right. Is that a serious question? Well, yeah. Get in the bin. <laughs> Jesus. So I'm going to have to think carefully about what's going to be platinum 250. Mm-hmm. It's 10 oh. days, 10 days until the PS5 version of Ghost of Tsushima. So that might be it. Okay. I'm going to think long and hard about this. Yep. Okay. User suggestions. Are accepted. User. Mm-hmm. You don't mean listener. No. What are you talking about? Just what I said. Okay. So it seems abandoned have abandoned us. Mm-hmm. So that will not be featuring in this week's news. We may have to catch up on what has possibly happened. I can't next be- week's episode. I can't believe they've done this like this. I even added it to the news. I, I was know. so confident well, that's that yeah. that Hazan wasn't going to treat us like an absolute chip. But he's he's at, he's done everybody. I can't wait to go on Twitter and see everybody how angry everybody is. What do you do? Hashtag abandoned, do you think? Yeah, hashtag abandoned. I'm going to walk them up. The vitriol. 
I I assume there'll be many a joke about how abandoned has been abandoned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that can't unfortunately be in any news this week. But will most certainly be in the news about an hour after this podcast is recorded. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. So first up this week then is South Park. It's been renewed. It will now run through season 30 and there'll also be 14 original made for streaming movies that will air on Paramount Plus two of which are scheduled to release in 2021 I know you're thinking that's not gaming related Jessica but apparently we're also in store for a new 3D game as well that's been handled in house rather than outsourced to Ubisoft or Obsidian Uh, yeah it's quite a bit of a news a South Park news dump so good to Outside of gaming news, good to see that it's going to be running through to season 30. I guess these made-for-TV or made-for-streaming movies is going to be similar to the stuff they did last year, like the pandemic special Mm -hmm. that was like an hour long. So I presume, I haven't actually checked, but I presume there'll be one of them coming up pretty soon. It'll probably be like a vaccine one, but they'll take the piss out of folk that aren't getting the vaccine. In fact, I think I saw something on... Twitter and it was like a little clip and it was Cartman was refusing to get a vaccine mm-hmm. and he was like running away so I presume that'll be the first one and then maybe they'll do like a Christmas special or something like that I don't know if that's going to be as well as an actual season of the show this year or whether that's all we'll get but yeah. sorry about that guys you alright over there? yep has abandoned been abandoned? it looks like it alright uh, I so the interesting news, obviously, for gaming was the 3D game that they're making. I don't know what to make of this. Oh, yeah, 3D, right, okay. Yeah, so the last... They've obviously, in the last, what, eight years, they've made two South Park games. Mm. They've both loved. They've both been fucking brilliant. Yeah, Absolutely cool. brilliant. If you like South Park, to be fair. Yes, of course. Yeah. Like, you need to be a fan, definitely. Yeah, but it was made by the creators of South Park, so it's the same comedy. Like, it usually, it's very rude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the RPG style wouldn't normally be my, especially turn-based. It wouldn't normally be... But it be, fits the game so... Like, it does. It fits it so well. Yeah, normally that would put me off, but because it was South Park, I thought, no, nah, I'll go for it, and I end up loving it. Mm-hmm. Both games, I thought, they're fucking brilliant. In fact, I'm halfway through replaying The Fractured But Whole. Um, the first one. Second one. The, oh, the, the stuck of truths the first one aye aye so the second one's the superhero one and like yeah. I just I just love it it's just brilliant so on one hand I'm like ah, oh, I just want them to make another one of them because mm-hmm. that art style it looks just like the, the, the show so you can't get better than that but so the news that they're making a 3D game I don't know. Because they're trying to... I don't know. You know what? Because people might think, oh, they've been a bit stale, just be keeping it the same type. Possibly. But I don't think it would be. It's well, that's the just thing. an awesome game. Like, see, 20 years from now, we will look back at PlayStation 4 slash Xbox One games and go, that looks like shit. But you will not say that about one of the South Park games because it mm. looks exactly like the show. So mm. it's going to age perfectly. Yeah, true. Whereas, like, I just don't know. Like, have we had a good 3D South Park game? No, I remember. Was that one in the 64? In 64, and it was first person. Yeah, and you were throwing snowballs. Yeah, wasn't it? Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. If you would throw yellow snowballs, all you would hear is the zip going down, and then. And then she would throw yellow ones. It still had, obviously, its comedy elements, Mm -hmm. but, I mean, I don't know. I. 
Yeah, it's, I'll, I'll I'll give it a wait and see approach. It's also not been been made obviously by Obsidian or Ubisoft, so I think it's been made by the in-house studio. But the it, it has been made by the, the actual creators of South Park, so that gives me hope. Mm-hmm. I I did put up a poll for this just to see what everyone was thinking based on the Switch Two Three D. So. I asked, does a 3D South Park game excite you or would you prefer them to stick with the 2D style of the previous two games? We had 49% saying they wish it would stay 2D, 28% on the fence and 24% are excited by the change to 3D. So it sounds like they've got a lot to prove, Mm -hmm. but let's just hope for the best. Okay, next up, Take-Two revealed during an investor relations report that it has three more, quote, new iterations of previously released titles set to deploy by 31st of March 2022. There have been recurring rumours regarding the PS2 trilogy of Grand Theft Auto games, but it's worth noting that Take-Two have a vast library, and so a much less exciting trio of games is the likely outcome here. Oh, I really want it to be the the PS3 slash 360 GTA games. That would be... Sorry, PS2 slash Xbox. Like, I want remasters of GTA 3, Vice City and San Andreas. See how this is becoming normal now is the remaster of old games. Mm Do you think that's good or bad? Good. I think it's good as well because you would have all these games that people just wouldn't have the opportunity to play. Yeah. Because they're maybe from a generation ago where people... Maybe they're too young mm-hmm. to have even started playing games back then, mm-hmm. um, and even for us, like we we get the opportunity to play them again, which I enjoy being able yeah. to play a game. It's, right. it's a much bigger risk to come up with a whole new concept yeah, in a exactly. new game, yeah. whereas you know you re rehash something yeah. you already know is popular and work. You know, you know it's it's sold on it. Yeah. That's the thing. You've got so many people that. They just say, oh, but all these resources could be getting used towards a, a new game. Maybe the new game's not going to be that good. Right. <laughs> on a new IP? Yeah. I don't... Mm. Like, think how much everyone loves those old GTA games. See if they put that into the GTA 5 engine mm-hmm. and they updated the graphics and stuff like that. Like, folk would go... I mean, those would controls. sell... Well, if they put it into the GTA 5 engine, then it would be GTA 5 controls, but yeah. in that world, like, let, let's let rein it in though, because I don't no, think it's, it's going to be that. So, what other That's possibilities a, is this trio likely to be? Take Two have got a huge library. So, like, Take Two don't just do Rockstar, they've got a lot of other stuff outside that. Like, it could be, think how many times Bioshock's been, been re released. Mm. So, it could be. The Bioshock, the three Bioshock games, mm-hmm. just on PlayStation Five and Xbox Series consoles natively. Mm-hmm. I would guess it's going to be something like that. Like, see something like that. That's very easy to just put out. Whereas remastering three Grand Theft Auto games is huge amounts of work. Yeah. Like, see if that was coming before March next you year, you'd have been told two years yeah. ago. Definitely. So people are getting excited and getting their hopes up, but there's no way. Like, if we ever do get a re-release of something like that, like they'll announce, oh, we're redoing Vice City, and then it'll be three years later and it'll come out, you're not just going to, it's six months, six months notice, get three Grand Theft Auto games completely redone. 
There's no and, way. Uh, Grand Theft Auto's once again made an appearance on our podcast. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's every episode now. Well, being Scottish, we are contractually obligated oh, to yeah. bring it up at least yeah. once an episode. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> our country brought the world Grand Theft Auto. Did we? Mm-hmm. Was it ever stood? Oh, it was Dundee. Rockstar, Rockstar uh, was founded in Dundee. Okay, it's that time of year again. The Madden NFL 22 Early Access starts August 12th for EA Play subscribers. If you have the service, this gives you 10 hours with the full game ahead of the official launch on August 20th. Do you play Madden? you play that? I usually play a wee bit of it. I enjoy it to a point, but it's not something that I would play long term. I just don't understand any of the rules. Me either. See, I, I do, like, I, I get the rules of the game, so I can enjoy playing mm. a game of it. But, That's after YouTube it. But the thing, it's not difficult to, to figure mm. out, but the problem comes, it's the same that happens with me with, like, the NHL games and stuff mm. like that. I don't understand the draft system and the waiver mm. wires and all this sort of nonsense. So, like, like you, when I play a sports game, like, it's okay to play the odd exhibition match but I have to play career mode. Yeah. And I can't play career mode in Madden because I don't understand yeah, how to do the, the contracts, how to do like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what it, it falls apart for me. So this is what's so good about the likes of EA Play. And obviously we get EA Play as part of Game Pass. Yeah. Is that I do want to check out Madden 22, but I know that I won't play it for more than 10 hours. So I'm basically getting that game for free. Because mm-hmm. as of... Thursday, we get 10 hours. And even like two months from now, if you play two hours of that, two months from now, you'll still have eight hours left to play. Hmm. So you can play that game for up to 10 hours before you have to actually buy it, and it's the full game. So 10 hours will do me. Mm. So that's that saves me a purchase. So I'll definitely be checking it out. Because do you it, not get it on Game Pass? Or? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I, on Thursday, I, if you have Game Pass, you'll be able to download Madden 22, the whole mm-hmm. game, and you'll have 10 hours to play it. Which will, for you as well would be enough. Like mm-hmm. I, I doubt you'd play it for more than ten hours, would you? Probably not. Yeah. So and it's quite interesting because this is the first proper next gen EA sports game. Because last year FIFA and Madden were did have a next gen version, but it was just a slight upgrade on the last gen, the last gen version. Whereas this is proper next gen. Okay, so next up, Games Radar is bringing back its future game show for another instalment to coincide with Gamescom 2021. The digital showcase will contain more than 40 games from publishers, including Frontier Developments, Team 17, Koch Media and Tripwire Interactive, and will be hosted by Resident Evil Village voice actors Maggie Robertson and Aaron LaPlante, who voices Lady... What's her name? Lady Dimitrescu. Dimitrescu. And the Duke Rick, respectively. The live stream begins at 9pm UK time, which is 1pm Pacific and 4pm Eastern, depending on where you live out of the 14 countries yes. you listen from. I should have gave the time in Lithuania. You should have done. <laughs> what were you thinking? I don't know. I really hope that this Maggie Robertson that does the voice for Lady Dimitrescu, I hope she comes out in stilts. <laughs> What in character? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want her to come out nine foot tall, the whole bit. See if she walks out and she's just a five foot four woman. 
it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna kill the immersion mm. for a lot of people. Mm. She mm. needs to come out full stilts, wheel her out. Bring me the child. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See the thing is though, like I normally, oh, what am I saying? I normally would watch this, but I'm more interested to watch it knowing that those two are are hosting it. Mm. Like I want her out in stilts, and I want him eating kebabs every night until <laughs> the what twentieth, twenty. When when they got to? I think it's later 24th. It's later this month. What, but yeah, what can we expect the kebabs, from this thing? It's hard to say. Coop Media have a lot of games in the in the pipeline, so you'll find it'll be a lot of like sort of double A level games, but they, they usually have a good library. So I would imagine it'll be a lot of stuff that's coming out next year, obviously, mm. at this point. But yeah, it'll be a lot. I, I, you probably get a lot of new new announcements. It's hard to say. Like they do, Coke Media cover a lot of a lot of different developers and stuff like that. So they're part of. Um, can't remember the name of them. That they've got like about a hundred games in development. THQ Nordic. So yeah, it'll be a lot of a lot of weird stuff, but a lot of good stuff. I would imagine. Okay, and last up on the news this week, unless abandoned, unabandoned us, um, on Monday Hellblade received a free next-gen upgrade. Unfortunately for players on other platforms, though, this update is only for Xbox Series X and S systems. An FAQ posted alongside the announcement states, quote, an update for the PC version of Hellblade is currently in development. There are no plans to bring this update to any other platform at this time. So, sorry, PlayStation. Yeah, so I mean this this is an Xbox franchise now. Mm-hmm. So wh- when the game came out initially, it did come to PlayStation, but that's because they weren't owned by Xbox mm-hmm. at the time. So it made sense. But when you are dishing out updates to make the game look and play as good as possible, it makes sense. You would just bring it to Xbox to make that the best place to play. I know there's a lot of PlayStation fans that are annoyed about it, but you've got to expect that. Like You've got to expect they're going to bring it to Xbox. Mm. They are planning to bring it to PC as well, but they're not going to bring it to PlayStation. And Hellblade is actually out on Nintendo Switch, but it runs at the resolution of like a Nokia 3210. Mm. So I don't think any 4K 60fps update hmm. would even affect Nintendo, so it's not as if Nintendo fans are are keeping one eye open for that anyway. Okay, time for pick of the week. Lots of new games are due out this month, as we have discussed in previous episodes, but what will our pick of the week be? This week, instead of us picking, we asked you to pick. Hit us with the results, Craig. Shall do. So I figured coming into the busy period for gaming, we'll probably do this quite often if there's a lot of good releases in one week, rather than us picking, we'll we'll put it to the audience. So I narrowed it down to four because there was other games like Action Arcade Wrestling and a few other things coming out. But that was on the list. So the four the four the four games people had to choose from was Hades, Foreclosed, Art of Rally, and Lawn Mowing Simulator. Coming in at a healthy 69%. It's got the lawnmower simulator. Was Hades. Damn. Second, with 19%, was... 
Second, I'll take that. Lawn mowing simulator. <laughs> wow. Third, with 11%, was Art of Rally. And with only 2%, so only three votes, was Foreclosed. <laughs> Unfortunately for them. Foreclosed does look quite cool. Kind of cyberpunk-style game. All four of these games do look good, though. You've got Art of Rally. That drops on Thursday, and it's going to be on Game Pass. Really good. Lawn Mowing Simulator came out today. It's not on Game Pass, but it's I think it's £25. It's, like, it's not a full-priced game. Um, no, we got a code. Oh, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, we got a code through for Lawn Mowing Simulator today, but I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, so we will talk about that next week. <laughs> And Hades drops on Friday, and that will also be on Game Pass, or you can purchase it on PlayStation. Uh, as Hades was the winner, I pulled the synopsis. Defy the god of the dead as you hack and slash out of the underworld in this roguelike dungeon crawler from the creators of Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre. And just to get you in the mood, a few synopsis on reviews. This is IGN who gave it a 9 out of 10. Hades is a one-of-a-kind roguelite that does a brilliant job of marrying its fast-paced action with its persistent progressing story through a vividly reimagined Greek mythology underworld. And Destructoid also gave it a 9 out of 10 and said, It's hard to imagine anyone other than Supergiant pulling off this Herculean feat with such style. So this is definitely a game you're going to want to check out, even if you don't have Game Pass. I think it's going to be about £20 and well worth picking up. Okay. Okay, just want to say thanks to everyone who takes part in our polls, sends us questions, etc. We absolutely love hearing from you and it certainly motivates us to keep going, doesn't it? Thanks, Sarah. If you're enjoying our episodes, then please do leave a, a review if you can. It doesn't take long and it really helps support us. Um, I would just like to say thanks to Sarah as well. Okay. Mm. <laughs> She's made my night. She made my night. Um, so, yeah, as, as Abandoned have abandoned us. Yeah, it's not up yet. We cannot discuss that. Oh, what so, a shite. As their thing says, check back soon. Check back next week and we will talk all about it then looks like it if anything happens between now and yeah. next week yeah. Yeah. I really hope it's not actually a game and they're just winding people up <laughs> that would really do it for me <laughs> <laughs> thanks everyone for checking us out goodbye bye The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.